great to see you all here. I know you're here just so you can ask for extra grace to pass your finals. So we'll see if that works for you. Let's keep the focus where it should be tonight. On our Lord, our Savior, our friend, Jesus Christ. So I want to pair up two great lines that we have. One from tonight's gospel and one from every mass that you ever go to. So first from scripture. Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. John 14, 6. And then from mass, every mass, through him and with him and in him. So the first line shows us who Jesus is. The way, the truth, the life. And the second line shows us how we ought to relate to him, how we ought to live our lives through him and with him and in him. So let's match things up, and I'm going to change the order around just slightly. So with him and the way, through him and the truth, in him and the life. So the way. There are a lot of ways to live in this life. And not all of them are good ones. And they're not all equal. And some ways are just plain bad. So which way do we walk? How do we go? What should we do with the time that we have? How should we live our lives? And if we choose a way, where is that way heading? Where are we going? And that is where the church is so wise. The church knows where we're from and where we're going. We're from God. We've been loved into existence. Everyone here loved into existence, known by God, desired by God, wanted by him, constantly thought of by God every single person here. And the church knows where we're going. Our true home is not here. Our true home is in heaven. Remember Therese's dad, St. Therese, the little flower, the line her dad taught her. The world is thy ship and not thy home. We're all on pilgrimage. We're all on the way to our true home in heaven. How do we get there? Enter great St. Thomas. I love St. Thomas because every time he has an issue, he speaks it. He doesn't hide it. So Jesus says, where I'm going, you know the way. And then Thomas says, Master, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? And look what that question does. It brings forth one of the great lines in all of what Jesus says. John 14, 6, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Jesus is the way. He is the way. And he comes to us and he walks with us on our way. Even when we're going the wrong direction, Jesus walks with us. He's the way. So we don't have to figure everything out. We don't have it to have our lives all planned out. But Jesus, who is real and active in our lives, walks with us and invites us to follow him on the way. We're in his hands, and those hands are strong. So we walk with Jesus on the way. Then the truth. Because see, as Jesus invites us to walk with him on the way, we're not just wandering about. We're not just going this way or that way. But rather, as you've heard me say innumerable times, Jesus loves us right where we are, but he loves us too much to let us stay there. 
So Jesus comes to us and he speaks truth into our lives. In fact, he is the truth that reveals everything about who we are. See, he loves us. And because he loves us, he speaks truth. Love and truth aren't opposed to each other. In fact, they're ordered to each other. Jesus loves us, and because he loves us, he does not want us to believe any lies about who he is or about who we are, about what this life is all for, about the church that he founded. He wants to reveal the truth to us. And as he reveals that truth, it both draws us and it challenges us, both at the same time, because he is love and truth. Years ago, we brought a speaker in named Chris Stefanik, and he spoke at Carol, and he dropped this line that I've never forgotten. He said, truth without love is cruelty. Love without truth is abandonment. Truth without love is cruelty. Love without truth is abandonment. See, Jesus isn't cruel to us. When he reveals the truth about us, even the parts that are hard to see, he doesn't do it in a condemning way. He does it in a loving way. And so he reminds us just how much we're loved, the truth of his love for us, which is deeper than anything in our lives that's not of him. And he challenges us to say, you can't keep living that way. You can't keep going that way, but come and follow me on the way. Because as we say yes to his truth, we become free. So that love is both affirming and challenging. And it's so good that it is. Because otherwise, we're just abandoned. Never trust someone who says love is just affirmation. Never trust that. That's just wandering in the desert. Or worse, wandering right off a cliff, affirming things right off a cliff. That's not Jesus. He loves us. And so he speaks truth to us because we're made for the truth. And his truth sets us free. So through him, we know the truth. And then the life. Do you know what the point of Christianity is? Why Jesus came? Not to make us good people. Not to make us nicer or better versions of ourselves. No, the truth of Christianity, the reason Christianity is, the reason Jesus came, is divinization. The early church fathers had that clear. It wasn't about morality. It wasn't even about doctrine. It was about the divine life breaking in to us and us being swept up into the divine life. That the relationship that Jesus has with his Father is also ours. Through the Holy Spirit, the spirit of adoption, we become sons and daughters in the Son who leads us through him to the Father. And the Father is always more than enough for us. That's why Philip is right. Show us the Father. That will be enough for us. You're right, Philip. But if you see me, Jesus says, then you've seen the Father. Because the Father and I are one. And Jesus who comes to us who opens his heart wholly to us, who opens his life fully to us, invites us into that very life, the divine life. We're not meant to just exist, 
barely make it through. We're meant to live life to the full. John 10.10, Jesus says, I came that you might have life and have it to the full. Full life in him. Jesus gives his life to us, his peace, his joy, and friends, also this. He gives us his mission, his mission. He commissions us. He commissions us. Jesus says at the end of tonight's gospel, amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do and will do greater ones than these because I am going to the Father. Whoever believes in me, if you believe in Jesus, you'll do the works that he does. And then Jesus says, even greater ones than these. He wants to involve us in his mission. And friends, that mission is both critical and costly. It's critical that you know you are called into this mission right now, not later, right now. You know why it's critical? How many of your peers, how many of your friends have lost the way or don't even know there is a way in this life? How many of your friends, how many of your peers are deceived by lies and then enslaved by those lies. Lies about who God is. Lies about who the church is. Lies about who they are. Lies about what this life is all about. How many of your friends and your peers are just existing, but not living? Well, friends, that's exactly where the mission is. Right there, that is exactly where the mission is. And you know what? The Lord wants to send you. Not someone else, you. Because you are the best evangelizers of your peers. You are the best people to go and bring the saving message of Jesus Christ. You are the ones. That's the mission. Now listen, is it costly? You bet it is. Nothing worthy of us is easy or cheap. It costs. It costs to stand with Christ. We have administrators here. We have some board of trustee people here. Look at this. Don't sell this place out for people who do not know Jesus or do not know the church. Don't sell these students out and their faith when it comes time to stand for who Jesus is and for what the church is, it costs. You're darn right it costs. It ought to. It costs Jesus. It costs us. We stand for things. We stand with him. And it's worth it. A thousand times over, it is worth it to stand with our Lord who loves us so much. It is worth it to pay the price to bring Jesus to people who don't know him. It is worth it. So we stand with him. Students, I want to thank you. You've said yes to that mission in beautiful ways. There's more to do. There's more yeses to be made. 
but you bring great hope to the church right now, not later, right now. Your witness, your faith, it is so beautiful and strong. Keep saying yes. Keep saying yes. At the end of it all, everything we do, it always has been, is, and will be about Jesus. Always has been, is, and will be about Jesus. To him be the glory. Through him, with him, and in him. Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. Amen.